welcome to this episode of the Anchored by the Sword podcast. I cannot wait for you to hear the freedom story of the individual on today's episode. I pray that you will glean something from their stories and that something they would say would help you in your journey with God. Thanks for joining us today and let's roll. Everybody, thank you for joining me for this week's episode of the Anchor by the Sword podcast. Today, my guest is Stephanie Libertor. She is a writer, a speaker, and a ministry leader here in Northeast Ohio, and she also happens to be a great friend to me. Um, I met her at the end of 2019 at a conference that my friend Renita had me go to, and she has become over the last year, a great mentor to me, someone I really look up to, and somebody who I just can't wait for you guys to meet and hear more of her story. So welcome, Stephanie. Thank you. Hi, Gina. (laughs) Hi. And so I want to start off by having you tell me a little bit about what you do, about yourself, and there's a funny little story that involves a bear that I think people might like to hear about. Okay, she's referring to the time when I uh, wrestled a bear, and uh, <laughs> you know, even saying that, most people don't believe that it was. It had to have been a stuffed bear. It was. It wasn't. It was a real bear without a muzzle, and it's just <laughs> a funny story because um, this is before I knew Jesus. I'm 21, and I happened to be home from college. I'm at a bar, and it was the time, it, the year when. The bear was making the circuit among um, bars, and they invited people to wrestle this bear. I kept saying, no, no, no. But the guy said, oh, come on, you know, I'll give you a t-shirt, and I'll take your picture with the bear. And I said, okay, you got me at t-shirt. So, <laughs> so I wrestled the bear, and it was just a hoot. Um, and so, yeah, not everybody could put that on their resume. No, not anybody I know. <laughs> <laughs> So tell me a little bit about the ministries that you work with and how long you've been doing that. Okay, well, I am um, the founder of Living Beautifully Brave, and Living Beautifully Brave is a ministry that helps women embrace their whole story, and we offer retreats and groups, uh, small group studies that just help women work through uh, they're tough points of their story so that they can get to that freedom story, mm-hmm. right? This podcast is all about freedom stories. Mm-hmm. So we help her do that. And I'm also the director of recovery services at the House of Hope, uh, a ministry connected to pregnancy choices here in Northeast Ohio. And um, we do the same thing. We're helping women find healing from their grief stories. And grief is a universal language that we all know that language we're all familiar Mm -hmm. with it because uh we experience it in many different ways and so we're helping women heal from their stories and so that's that's what i do (laughs) and i am living proof that it works (laughs) y'all now i know there are many facets to your story but let's talk about uh the events that led you to a place of true freedom that's a big story, and it's full of many parts. There has a has a beginning, and it's you know long before that this big event. So there's a lot of um, different points to it. But I'd have to say, 
when I came to Christ. So that's, mm-hmm. that's my true freedom story. That's when everything started, but like what led me to that? Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, um, maybe what you, what mm-hmm. you want to know. So, um, I was a high school senior pregnant and I, I was looking for love. I wasn't looking to get married. I wasn't looking for, um, a baby, but, um, what happened was I, I did get pregnant. I had a teen teenage pregnancy mm-hmm. that ended in abortion. Long story surrounding that, but um, that ended in abortion, and I went on with my life and went on to college, and, you know, we just kind of moved forward, but I had a hard time emotionally and mentally mm-hmm. moving forward and um, really struggled with a lot of depression, suicidal thoughts, um in and out of relationships, just ultimately looking for love and um, validation and acceptance and all these core needs that, that we have. And then I met Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it's usually our pain that propels us in either one of two directions. We either go far away from him or we run to him. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, I ran to him and he was there arms wide open. And so at that point, it was seven years. I was now 25 years old. Um, that's when I really met Christ. You know, he met me at my lowest point when I had nothing. <laughs> I wanted to end my life. Not that I made any attempts, but I had pl- I had those thoughts. I was mm-hmm. full of shame. I thought if anybody knew what was in my past, if anybody knew the things that I had done or the choices that I made, that they wouldn't want to be with me. They I just felt like I was going to be rejected and pushed away if somebody knew the real me. Mm-hmm. And But Jesus um, never pushes us away. In That's fact, right. he drew me near. God does have a habit of meeting us when we need him the most and at the, sometimes the lowest points. Absolutely. How did he show himself to you then, and how does he do it now? I think then... Um, immediately I mean when I came to faith in Christ I had this sense that I was so clean Mm -hmm. and so forgiven I mean I didn't have to do anything for this all I had to do was come and I felt totally embraced and in that embrace I I I just knew it I knew in my knower and we all have this (laughs) little knower that me and him we were good we were Mm -hmm. I was now forgiven and I I walked in that forgiveness for a long time in the joy of my salvation and I just fell hard in love with the Lord I got into a Bible believing church one that I could grow in and I got into Bible studies and I devoured my uh, my Bible I just I found so much joy in it and I began telling the Lord I will go wherever you want me to, to go I'll do whatever you want me to do just, I love you so much. I just want to serve you. And um, he took that and said, okay, we'll see what you got, girl. <laughs> and um, he just, oh, so there's so many parts of that story, but the short of it is um, about 10 years after that, after I was saying that, after my salvation experience, I had quit my marketing job and I was on an airplane to go to Russia. I had said yes to the Lord and agreed to go to a a discipleship training school that was going to be a six-month thing. I felt the Lord leading me into missions, and um, I remember I had this um, 
secret in my past that I knew that I was forgiven, but it wasn't something that I really talked about, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of tucked away. And I'm on an airplane, and um, I had a Bible study on my carry-on bag that I was going to give to the base leaders in Russia. And the Bible study had to do with helping women heal from from an abortion. Wow. Now, I thought, I don't need that because I'm forgiven, right? I thought it's all under the blood, and that part is true. It is under the blood. Mm -hmm. But there's a big difference between forgiveness and healing, and I was about to find out. Mm -hmm. So I pulled out that book, and I I don't even know what it was that, that my eyes fell on, but all of a sudden scales just fell from my eyes, and I slammed that book shut. Stuffed it in my bag, and I that began a grieving process. And I I was halfway around the world, knew not one person. I was going to be gone for six months, but God dealt with me so gently, mm-hmm. and He began comforting me. And a, as I grieved the loss of you know, you know, just recognized my sin for what it was, and began to grieve the loss of something that I didn't give myself permission to grieve, and that was the loss of a child and mm-hmm. a curse. So how he's helping me now is he, like you mentioned, he's never one and done. You know, we're, we're always healing. We're always growing. And I've just seen that, how he continues to take me from that to um, – continuing to heal my emotions you Mm -hmm. know our our healing can always go deeper and deeper that leads to one of the one of my favorite things that you always say is that you're healed but you're healing I think that'll preach to somebody today because even though you feel like you've done your healing or went through your journey there's always something that comes up and uh if that is in the form of condemnation, we know who that's from. But it's if it's in the form of conviction and in the form of something really on your heart, then we know who that is. So God really does do that. It's amazing. What is an anchor verse that has held you to held you closer to Christ through any difficult time now or then or both? And it can be more than one. Yeah. I actually have a couple of verses that are always quick to roll off my tongue, and um, they're part of my prayers, I, daily, weekly, and pray um, scripture that I pray for other people. And the first one is in Joel two twenty five of all places, um, <laughs> and that is it says this: I will repay you for the years the locusts have eaten, and it goes on to you know talk about the great locusts and this or that. But when I studied that out in the Hebrew language, some of those locusts, it, it meant um, pulled to pieces. It meant um, lick, lick up. And I began to think, wow, um, there's a promise in that, that he's saying that all the years that you felt you were licking your wounds or felt pulled to, be, pulled to pieces, etc., that he was going to repay. And so I... I just held on to that, and I pray that over my kids, um, because that now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, always pray that, because he blows my mind. Mm-hmm. I think about the grandest, the, the biggest thing that I could pray about, and the hope for, that 
he does exceedingly above that, above whatever I could imagine. And so that also holds a great promise for me that even if, if I'm not where I want to be or that he's got great things for me, great things for you. Amen. I love that verse too. It's amazing. So is there anything else that you would want our listeners to know? I think the most important thing for any of us to know is that God's not done with our story and that nothing is too messy for him. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's what holds us from him. You know, when I mentioned that we either go away from him or closer to him, when we go away, we think, oh, he, he can't accept me because of the choices I've made or the things I've done or the things that have happened to me and whatever. And we just think that it's too messy, that it's beyond his, uh, his touch. And I think that's the most important thing to know is that there's nothing beyond his touch. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no one that he would ever turn away. If he could make me at peace with my past, not that I'm okay with the choices that I made or excuse that I made my choices, but I really have worked through things that mm-hmm. have brought me to a place of, of peace where I can talk about it mm-hmm. and give hope to others, hopefully. <laughs> and that's why we're here. I am so grateful that you came on today. And yes, this is the first interview podcast of the whole thing. And I am so excited um, for you to come on because you have been one of my biggest cheerleaders. You uh, have just been an amazing person. Like I said in the beginning, you've been a mentor to me. And I cannot wait to see what other people can learn from you. So how can people get in contact with you? Well, if they are interested in participating in a group that would help them uh, unpack some of their story and help them come to a place where they're willing to embrace their whole story, they can contact me at um, hope at pregnancychoicesforme.com. That's my email. They can also connect with me on social media. There is actually a link on my webpage for... uh, the classes and also I believe it's for Stephanie's book but I will also put all of the links that you need to know to get a hold of her on the notes for this podcast I am just so glad that you agreed to come on and I cannot wait to see what happens next with your ministries cannot wait to see what continues to happen with pregnancy choices and you guys reach out if you are ready to finally deal with issues from your sexual past, um, past abortions, past sexual abuse. There is a group for any woman at uh, Pregnancy Choices. So I would encourage you to get involved and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, make sure you hit the subscribe button in your favorite app so that way you don't miss an episode. And also while you're at it, if you could leave a five-star review so that other people can find this podcast. Now go out and live your God-given freedom story today. Talk to you soon.